Christianity has to do with only the person of Jesus Christ. But there is a greater pain in our culture today to know that oftentimes Jesus and Christianity is distorted. We don't even hear about Jesus Christ on our pulpits anymore. Many people are worshipping a different Jesus other than the Jesus Christ of the Bible. They have invented their own Jesus. And this podcast deals with this problem as we get into what the Bible really says. Are we going to be faithful to scripture or conform to what is culturally comfortable? Join me as we listen to the gospel of Jesus Christ according to the scriptures. Is it Christ alone in our Christian walk or we have to add something to it? The question is, am I going to be faithful to scripture or conform to what is culturally comfortable? Today many call themselves Christians and yet the Bible is not authoritative in their lives. The authority of the Word of God has been questioned ever since the Garden of Eden. When the serpent spoke those words to Eve, did God really say? When that same serpent tempted Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus used the authority of Scripture. Some people say today that they are Christians, they call themselves Christians, but they have the willingness to question who Jesus is and what Scripture says about him, and they even argue about his deity and compare Jesus to other religious figures to be the same. We have to understand some truths. First of all, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, not error, and a unity of the spirit cannot exist where there is heresy. In 1 John 4, 6, this is what John is saying, we are from God, whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. And by this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Those propagating such deception always do so in the name of love. But here's what John also says in John chapter 2. He says, do not love the world or anything in it. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. We cannot look to how the world thinks of God. We cannot look to how the world thinks of Jesus. People make their own Jesus, that which will suit them what they desire and then throw away that which the Bible says about who this Jesus of Nazareth is. This leads to a focus on promoting values such as compassion and justice and mercy and tolerance, love. But their perverse reasoning is that the truth may offend others and that is not loving and it could prove divisive and so they add to what the scripture has to say. They add to which the scripture doesn't say for people to say they are loving people. They will tell you, how can a loving God send anyone to hell? 
God loves all people and that everyone is saved, even people who do not believe in Him. However, God's word on the contrary teaches real love cannot abound unless it abounds in doctrinal truth and discernment of what is true and false. They read into the Bible that which is not there. You see, most people read Romans chapter 5 to teach that because of what Jesus did, justification came to all men. There are people who deem themselves to be universalists who say everyone is saved. You don't need to believe or know Jesus. You are still saved. And this is one of the passages they use. But this is false. In Romans chapter 5, Paul teaches that through one act of disobedience, condemnation came to all men. But through one act of obedience, Jesus, justification came to all men. That sounds a little like all people are saved or are going to be saved, but no. We have to understand context, context, context. Proper hermeneutics. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. But the book of Romans, at this very passage, he's explaining the plan of salvation and he starts the beginning with everybody being falling. Even with this chapter 5, they have to read the whole context and get a greater understanding of it. That would make no sense for Paul to give all of this explanation of the gospel for the people if all are saved and need no awareness. Jesus is the one Paul is saying has brought salvation to all. So believing in what Jesus alone has done saves is Christ alone. Well, what did Jesus have to say about this? In Matthew 7 verse 13, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few finds it. If someone is not standing in biblical truth, they are not standing in Christ and are not being sanctified unto God. We therefore see that in last days, those not loving doctrinal truth really do not love Jesus Christ. I have seen and heard between progressive Christianity, people who call themselves like that, and historic Christianity and how they view the Bible. Historically, Christians have viewed the Bible as the infallible, inerrant Word of God and very authoritative for our lives. People say things like the Bible is a human book. I don't take everything Paul said to be true. Some of them are his own words and not God's. The Bible just contains the Word of God, not everything. And because it's cultural settings we cannot take its practices and some meanings because it's a different generation these are the things you hear from people who call themselves so-called Christians and yet they do not believe that the Bible is the Word of God written down by men they have a lowered view of the Bible and a rejection of for example the atonement and the resurrection sin now if sin doesn't separate us from God 
then Jesus didn't really need to die. And Paul tells us, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is in vain, and so is your faith. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. In 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus in John 3.16 tells us something that we always overlook. For God so loved the world that he gave his only unique son, that everyone who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only one and only Son. The key word there is believe. Believe. 1 Timothy 2 verse 5 There is one God and there is one mediator between God the infinite and men the finite, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. So you see, if you don't believe in Jesus as your savior, you are not saved. It cannot work for you because the substitutionary atonement in the law in Leviticus was a shadow of things to come, a shadow of Christ as the perfect atonement required that the person who needed the sacrifice and the sacrifice had to be one. They had to believe in it to take the place of the other, meaning one has to believe in it before it worked for them. And that's exactly why Jesus tells us he is the way. John 14, 6, Jesus answered them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. To believe in what he has done is the only way to get to the Father according to scriptures and according to Jesus himself, of whom we are followers of. We are disciples of him. When we approach the Bible, there are certain things that if we take out of order, out of place, in the wrong priority, actually causes us to get the whole understanding of the Bible wrong. The truth of Christianity stands or falls based on the resurrection of Jesus being an actual historical evident event. Scripture tells us that if it didn't happen, then we have no hope of salvation and that we are all still in our sins and our way to judgment. Some of these people use their own personal experience, feelings and opinions and what they feel to be true becomes the ultimate authority for their faith and practice where they value their personal emotional thoughts to be above the objective truth which we say is the scripture the bible they don't view the bible as god's definitive word some will even say some bible verses don't resonate with them and so they interpret in how they feel is right they say the idea of a literal hell or sin is offensive to non-Christians and need to be reinterpreted. But who are we to change what God has inspired to be written down for us? Now, what does the Bible say? A believer in Jesus Christ should be someone who will accept what Jesus 
says about scripture and view it the same way Jesus did holding to scripture as a sole and highest rule of faith and believe in all of what scripture has to say like Jesus referred to Noah Jonah which are mostly questioned by some believers in Christ in John chapter 10 when Jesus was about to be stoned for claiming to be God he appealed to the infallibility of scripture when he said the scripture cannot be broken when he prayed to the father and he said sanctify them by the truth your word is truth first John 4 1 to 3 tells us that those who deny that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh are manifesting the spirit of the Antichrist Paul going to the church at Corinth they are very divided sort of looks like the modern church today Paul gives that core message of what believers have to know and understand in their walk with God and so he tells them in 1st Corinthians 2 verse 2 for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified that is what Paul expected to know from them in Acts chapter 5 verse 42 he's telling us of what was the center of their message he said and daily in the temple and in every house they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ this is what they taught daily and that is what we need to continue that is the gospel that is the good news about Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection the gospel is that Jesus died for our sins was buried and resurrected and thereby reconciled us to God this is the message that will truly bring freedom to the oppressed this is the heart of the gospel the good news we shouldn't be surprised to find some of these ideas filtrating our churches as Jesus warned us in Matthew 7 Jesus warned us that beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are raven wolves the Apostle Paul wrote a letter to Timothy where the pagan worship was so high exactly what we see today in our world and some leaders had begun to teach things that were different from what they had been taught by Jesus and the Apostles and so Paul writes to Timothy in 2nd Timothy 3 but as for you continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ through faith in Christ Jesus all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking correcting and teaching in righteousness so that a servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work and Paul goes on to say I appeal to you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught avoid them 2nd Timothy 4 in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom I give you this charge preach the word be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead 
to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itchy ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Paul is telling the church in Corinth, in 2 Corinthians 11, I am afraid, however, that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may be led astray from your simple and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you received a different spirit from the spirit you received, or a different gospel from the gospel you once accepted, you put up with it easily enough. Again in Colossians 2.8, Paul says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. We all have a choice as Christians, as believers and followers of Christ about whom we believe and trust into our lives. When somebody has publicly denied the essential teachings of Christianity, the authority of the Bible, as a sole infallible word of God, inspired God breathe, it's time to unfollow that person. Jesus in John 8:24. Then he told them, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. This is why I told you that you would die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am He, you would die in your sins. You would die. It's only Christ alone, no one else.